This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Senate Agriculture Committee examined legislation today that would reform the way cattle are bought and sold, and a supporter of the legislation liked the way it went. Nebraska Republican Deb Fisher is one of the lead sponsors of the bill. She says the legislation looks to her to be in good shape. We have a strong bipartisan bill. We have uh, we have the votes, I believe, to be able to get it out of committee. If you listen to, uh, to senators, you can kind of tell where they are on that, too. And we have, like I said, 19 senators right now that are co-sponsors of the bill. Um, that's pretty darn good in uh, the environment we're in now to come together on an issue like this and be able to help families, and that's what it's about. Fisher's point of view was backed up by Democrats and Republicans on the committee, as well as witnesses from U.S. Cattlemen's Association and the National Farmers Union. But Kansas cattle feeder Sean Tiffany took a different view to the bill and its requirements for certain amounts of cash trade in different regions throughout the country. The vast majority of cattle producers oppose government mandating a minimum level of negotiated trade. In February, members of NCBA adopted policy opposing government mandates on cattle marketing methods. KLA joined with 29 other NCBA affiliates in a letter to this committee expressing opposition to marketplace mandates. In January, the American Farm Bureau Federation took a position in opposition to marketing mandates. Having participated in both the KLA and NCBA policy process, I can tell you those members overwhelmingly believe cattle producers should have the opportunity to market their cattle how they see fit without arbitrary limitations imposed by the federal government. Ag Committee Ranking Member John Bozeman says he understands the complexity of the issue at play, but says he isn't sure the current legislation is the right approach. My stance is we, we desperately need increased competition. Uh, we desperately need in, increased transparency. What we want, though, is, is a vehicle that, that actually makes a difference in that regard and then uh, tries to get rid of this tremendous, transp- this tra- tremendous difference uh, compared to the, uh, the price that the consumer is paying versus the, the price that the uh, cow-calf, uh, the bottom end, is paying. You can read more about the hearing in our coverage on agripulse.com. The ag industry and the federal government are both flagging their frustration with the nation's rail shippers. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. The Surface Transportation Board is holding two days of hearings this week about shipping delays that have impacted grain buyers and sellers and, especially at this time of year, fertilizer shipments. USDA Deputy Secretary Jewel Branagh said for many farmers, trains are the only way to get products to market. When railroads charge unreasonable rates and provide poor service, Farmers struggle to make ends meet. Consumers pay higher prices at the grocery stores. And the United States becomes less competitive on the global market. She said the situation has become dire. Shippers report cost increases as much as 100 percent. Some grain elevators are full and unable to buy more from farmers. We've even heard that some producers have been so close to being unable to feed their livestock and poultry that they were preparing to depopulate their animals. That is something a farmer should never have to do. Efforts are underway, including a call for rail companies to share more data. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg told the commission that's an important start. We can improve service by better collecting and sharing data. 
And the different links in the supply chain, from ports to warehouses to freight companies, all use different systems and don't share data. It leads to wasted time, which translates to higher costs for shippers and consumers. Shippers and a member of the Federal Maritime Commission also testified today. The hearing continues tomorrow. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm and ranch families care about their communities. Through the Harvest for All program, Farm Bureau donated the equivalent of 30.5 million meals in 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.